Welcome to the Fuel Her Awesome Show. I'm your host, Jess. I'm a wife and a mama, and I'm juggling work and misbehaved dogs, but they're really cute. (laughs) I'm a sports dietitian and empowered eating coach. I am absolutely obsessed with nutrition science and helping you crank up the volume on your body's biofeedback. Let's pivot your relationship with your food and your body from doubt and distrust to a confident bond that can weather the seasons of life as we discover the healthiest version of you with Empowered Eating. Hey friend, I'm so glad you're here. It is a season of vacations, trips, and chaotic schedules. And with that can come this biofeedback cue called bloating. Nobody likes it. It's uncomfortable. So we're going to talk about how to beat it today. Now, before we dive in, I got to tell you guys, I'm on this new platform now. I've moved my course over. And the coolest thing about it is that I get to connect with y'all more. I just got off one of my messaging apps and I was communicating with one of my students and she was telling me that this season for her is super busy because of all the things I just said. (laughs) Trips, chaotic schedules, longer days, kids at home. But what was so cool is she was said to me that she's going into this season with this level of confidence. She said, Jess, I've been tracking and you know making really big strides with my health over the last few months, but this is a busy season, and I'm so excited because even though I may not be hitting you know my goals or making movements as I have been in the last few months, I have the empowered eating skills so I know I won't regress over the next few months. I was like, this is amazing. It just, it just excited me so much because this is empowered eating at its core. Empowered eating means we are able to read the season of life we were we are in or we're heading into, and we don't take any shame or guilt with us. No, we just adapt and adjust along the way. She knows that come August or September, she's going to be able to readjust her schedule and her intentions and pour more into herself. And until then, she's just going to ride on those skills that she's developed. So super cool. I just want to give a shout out to her. You know exactly who you are. Keep up the amazing work. All right, let's talk about vacation. (laughs) Let's talk about these trips. Before we dive into the four tactical trip tips, that's a mouthful, (laughs) trip tips, (laughs) I want to talk about mindset because mindset is everything. Before you are getting ready to go on a trip, we need to be really clear with ourselves about what the intention of that trip is and what we want our return to reality self to embody And what's going to be required to make that happen? So what I mean by this is so often folks go into vacation and then they come back feeling, you know, not so great and they're mad at themselves for it. They're like, I just, you know, why did I do this? And they beat themselves up. That's what we want to avoid with this mindset shift. We need to be focused on and be clear about, you know, what we want that return to reality self to look like. So here's an example. In May, I took a couple camping trips. The first camping trip was something that I knew going into it, my intention was to have fun. You know, when I thought of my return to reality self coming back Tuesday morning, I knew she was going to be tired because she was going to have an absolute blast on this vacation. My goal was to stay up late with my husband and have whiskey over the campfire with long conversations and deep connection. I wanted to play with my kids. I wanted to make some mores. I wanted to indulge in the fun foods. I wanted to be spontaneous. I didn't want to work out or be worried about any of that stuff. My mission here was to kind of return to that younger, you know, more carefree Jess that treats myself because I was coming off a really busy season. So I knew that. And sure enough, 
Return to Reality Jess was tired. <laughs> All my biofeedback was saying, like, what did you do? You are, you know, your bowel movements are off, you're exhausted. And I definitely felt that. But here's the cool thing. Because I knew it and I understood why my body was giving me that biofeedback, I wasn't upset about it. And I just kind of moved on. But I did take it and it impacted my intention for the next camping trip. So we took another five-day camping trip just two weeks later. Sidebar here. I spent a third of May in the mountains. It was amazing. This is my like end of you know end of season or um, future life goals is to just be in the mountains as much as possible. And then I did it in May. It was great. Anyways, I went into this next camping trip having understood that biofeedback from the first one. Going okay, this one I want to be different. I want Tuesday morning return to reality just to wake up with maximum energy. I'm talking like the body battery on my Garmin watch reading above 90, which very rarely happens. (laughs) I want to see it high. And in order to do this, I knew that I was going to have to choose like kombucha instead of whiskey by the campfire most nights. I would need to incorporate more hiking instead of sitting in front of my camper all day long. Like my activities were going to need to be a bit different. Didn't mean I had any less fun. I actually had equal amounts of fun on both trips, but I knew my intention going into them were a little bit different. Now, these are opposing ends of the spectrum, so maybe yours is a combination, but the bottom line is we have to be clear about what we want that return to reality self to feel like and what we need to adjust accordingly throughout our trip. So often, frustration around vacations come when our outcome expectations are not in alignment with our our honest intention about the trip. Many times people are like, yeah, I'm going to go on this trip and I'm going to, you know, I want to eat healthy and I don't want to lose any of the progress that I've made or I don't want to derail from some of the patterns I've, but they don't actually want that. So we need to be really clear about that. You are allowed to treat yourself, friend. You're allowed to go on vacation and forget about working out, forget about vegetables. I mean, I definitely did that on the first one and it was fabulous. We are allowed to do that. The coolest thing about being an empowered eater, it means that we trust our body to handle the out-of-norm parts of our life, like vacation. So you're allowed to do that. But here's the thing. You are not allowed to be mad at yourself when your body doesn't do or your body does what it does. Instead, we read the biofeedback and we adjust accordingly. So after I got back from that first trip... I definitely took better care of my body in that week returning because I needed to. I needed more sleep. I needed more fluid. I needed more fiber. Like I had to implement some of those things to bounce back, but never once was I mad at myself. Why would I be? That's the path I chose. So being an empowered eater really at the heart of it means we, one, trust our body, and two, we just understand biofeedback. We don't judge it. We know it's not always going to be perfect or amazing. Rather, we just know why what is happening in our body. We know why it's happening and we know what we need to do to move forward. My camping trip experiences, like I said, these were a little bit more on the two extreme sides, but using this information going into this coming weekend, we're going camping again, I'm going to fall a little bit more in the middle. I will stay up probably the first night with my husband, drinking whiskey by the campfire, not sleeping as well, but coming into Saturday, taking a bit better care of my body and swapping that whiskey for kombucha on Saturday night. All right, now that we have had our little mindset shift and we're clear about what our true intentions are and adjusted our outcome expectations accordingly, we can talk about the tactical stuff. Now, bloating is very common in vacation. 
It is something I think most all of us have at some point, if not every time we go on vacation, experience, and it's annoying. So (laughs) what is bloating? Bloating at its core is our intestines dilating, filling up with more fluid and matter because we're giving it more food. It has to process more. And perhaps movement in our intestines is actually slowing down. If we think about the three basics of gut health care, it's fiber, fluid, and movement. And anytime we are on vacation, these three tend to get thrown off. Movement in particular Even though some of us might move more on some vacations, like when I went to Disneyland with my kids, I'm talking like 40,000 steps in a day, which is, you know, four times what I get. It's crazy. But the movement is still different. We have to understand that our body operates on a, a rhythm and a cycle. And when that cycle is thrown off, it makes sense that some of our biofeedback would be off. So one of the things we can do here is we can actually implement some end-of-the-day digestive-enhancing yoga stretches. If you search this on YouTube, some incredible um, sequences can come up, but adding 5 to 10 minutes of digestive-enhancing yoga stretches can help alleviate some of that physical bloat we feel from the movement changes. The second core piece is fluid. Fluid can definitely get thrown off while we're on vacation. One, we may not have the same access to water that we would when we're at home and on our normal schedule. Or two, oftentimes folks are drinking alcohol on vacations and this absolutely dehydrates us and increases our need for fluid. Also, if you're changing altitude levels, you're going to a higher elevation, we're going to need more fluid. If you're flying on a plane, we're going to need more fluid. So there are many, many reasons that your fluid needs goes up and our access to fluid tends to go down. So this means we'll have to pay a bit extra attention to giving ourselves that fluid. We can do it by taking our own water bottle. Another thing I like to recommend to my clients is taking a hydration-enhancing packet. Those liquid IVs are awesome. There's some really incredible electrolyte packets that you can add to your water just to help combat some of those changes that might increase your dehydration levels. The third piece is fiber. Again, our typical rhythms are off. We are not having our normal like 10 a.m. snacks. So (laughs) it makes sense that we're not getting the same amount of fiber. Things are slowing down in our digestive tract, and this can cause bloating and gas, which nobody wants to be stinky on vacation. So this one I recommend thinking about in advance, either taking some fiber with you. My two favorites are Sun Fiber and Regular Girl. I'll put some links in the show notes. You guys can take a look at those, and I do have a discount if you use my discount code. These two fibers are great to throw in your travel bag and have with you at the beginning of the day. Another thing you can do is actually take like little Ziploc baggies of chia or flaxseed down to the hotel lobby when you're having breakfast. You know, add them to your yogurt, add them to your oatmeal. These are the kinds of things that we don't typically have access to, but if we think ahead and pack them just like we pack our underwear, (laughs) there's a thought. When you're making your travel list and you're writing down underwear, actually write fiber next to it. Okay, so to recap those first three trip tips, when you are getting ready to go on vacation, think about how you might counteract some of the decrease in fiber by either taking more fiber or finding ways to add it on your trip like ordering a side salad or having a smoothie. If you're at an Airbnb, you can go to the grocery store and make your own. But thinking about how you can add more fiber in because you can bet on you're not getting enough and that's definitely going to slow you down. 
Two, getting adequate fluid and being considerate of that, especially if you're drinking alcohol on your trip. And three, incorporating some form of movement or adding in those end of day yoga stretches. Those are the top three. My fourth one, fourth trip tip here. This is an easy one, but it is magical. Magnesium, my friend, it is, it's an amazing supplement. I talk about it a lot on the podcast for uh, gut health, anxiety, sleep. In particular, when it comes to constipation, magnesium is magic. I typically recommend magnesium glycinate, but in this case, when we're trying to combat bloating and constipation, it's actually magnesium citrate that we want to take with us on a trip. Magnesium citrate pulls fluid into the gut. And so when you think of your intestines and things slowing down because we don't have as much fiber or movement, we want more fluid in there to make things slippery and move through. Magnesium citrate does that for you. This is the one that is really, really common in the grocery stores. It's a bit cheaper, so you can find it pretty much anywhere. Calm is one of the most popular magnesium citrate supplements, but this would be the time to pull out that one and save the magnesium glycinate for when you're back home trying to manage sleep and anxiety. Oh, my friend, I'm so glad you're here because chances are you have a trip coming up and I want that trip to be amazing for you. You are so awesome. And you taking these timeouts for yourself and you know, getting off the treadmill of life allows you to fill your cup so you can come back and give more to your family, your friends, your career. It is so important that our return to reality self feels empowered, whether that's empowered in the sense of understanding your biofeedback and not being mad at yourself or beating yourself up. Like that is equally as important as perhaps setting yourself up to come back with better biofeedback than when you left for the trip. At the end of the day, being an empowered eater means we are in control of our body and we understand how to read our biofeedback. And so my hope for you today is that these tips help you on your next trip, enjoy it more, manage any of the bloating that might come your way, and really get more out of your summer vacations this year. If you have any more specific questions on this topic, you can always reach out to me through my website, justbrownrd.com, or maybe you're thinking, you know... I have all these trips coming up and I have some, some seasons of life, but I want to feel empowered. I want more of these tools and these skills so that I don't feel stress on top of the chaotic schedule. The empowered eating method is something that I know is going to change your life. It's changing women's lives every single day and I am so here for it. So I want that for you if you feel like you're ready. You can check out the details over at JessBrownRD.com. And inside that course, you're going to get 12 steps to walk you through the empowered eating skills, along with direct messaging capability with me so that I can cheer you along as you go about your journey. Wherever your next trip takes you, I hope you feel empowered because that's what trips are for anyways. And we don't want any body hang up stuff or negative biofeedback to steal from that. So wishing you an empowered trip. Until next time, cheers and happy eating. Gosh, I'm so glad you joined me today. If today encouraged you, would you take a minute and encourage me by leaving a review for the show? I read every single one of these reviews and your words, they mean so much to me. This podcast is here to support you weekly, but it only scratches the surface. To learn more on how you can become an empowered eater, snag my free workshop, how to eat intuitively and hit your goals without obsessing over food at JessBrownRD.com. Don't forget to join me right here next Monday where I cannot wait to fuel your awesome. Cheers, my sweet friend, and happy eating.